Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. friends welcome back to the episode number 11 of the xbox game pass show we're back this is your host tom or robots and i'm here with my scarfing down a burrito friend and seven legend or sam how's it going buddy how's that burrito it's um it's going fantastic and this burrito is fantastic um so i'm, I'm scarfing down some food because i actually just got off of work about two hours ago so yeah, yeah didn't have much time to eat but did yeah. have time to play some of the games that we're going to talk about today well you got to do the important stuff first which is play the games and then eat second and then just you know cram all that stuff in so we can get to the the actual important thing which is the show so here we are and we are back with everybody live on twitch slash youtube at robots radio so look up robots radio youtube or twitch.tv slash robots radio and this is just the show of course where we talk about the news and leaks and upcoming games but most importantly our reviews or early impressions of the new games that are coming to game pass and this week we are starting our call in show on the second half of the show we're kind of reorganizing things the first half we will be doing our reviews or first impressions of some of the new content that is out on the xbox game pass or some of the things that we've been playing that may not be new but things that we've been trying out the middle of the show we're going to be talking about the new things that are coming to game pass some of the things that will be leaving and then on the second half of the show get ready for it we will be sharing a link where you can join our zoom call and this is not a you don't need to be on on video we are on video but you don't need to be on video it'll actually be more it'll be please don't be on video just just do the call and stuff we won't have to rearrange things on the screen you don't have to show your face just a call in and i will be sharing the link for that as we get closer to the middle of the show and you're welcome to call in talk about one of the games you've been playing something you've tried out recently give some impressions and we'll try to fit in as many people as we can by the end of the show and that's that's going to be the format we're going to see how that goes so look for that in the chat as we get closer to the middle of the show so why don't we kick this off with a discussion about one of the things that was talked about and revealed during QuakeCon this last week and imagine can you imagine what that would be quake 
not just Quake, but Quake, uh, original Quake, Quake 1, Quake 2, and Quake 3 were now released from Bethesda onto the Xbox Game Pass. And it looks like we've got, I, it's hard for me to come up with almost anything now from the staple, stable, not staple, but stable of Bethesda games that aren't now on Game Pass. I mean, they've got almost everything <laughs> at this point. Um, but man, this takes me back. This takes me back. And we were talking during the pre-show. You behind you on your screen have the Quake 1 screen right up behind you. I see the logo, the brown wall with the big old Quake with the with the nail down the middle to make the Q shape. And that takes me back to 1996 when I, as a now older man, being 42 years old, was 17 in 1996. And... Sam, you were two. I was two years old. Yep. So, so you were not fragging people with your 2400 baud modem at two years old. Although I do go by the name Legend, I was not <laughs> playing games <laughs> like this at two years old. Whew. Okay, so where do we want to start? Because I, I could I could give you my impressions, but I would I kind of want to start with yours. How long did you get to play this today? I played this for about an hour. Today. Okay, okay. And was this the first time you've ever played Quake 1? This was the first time I've ever played any Quake game. Any Quake game at all? And you started with Quake yes. 1? Yes. Okay, so walk me through your experience here. What did you do? Okay, so this was... It was weird because it's the first time I've ever played Quake, and yet somehow it felt nostalgic, um, <laughs> even though it taps into memories that I don't have. Mm -hmm. uh, so well, it definitely feels like it, an older game, no doubt. Yes, yes, definitely. It feels a lot like the original Doom um, and some of the older Elder Scrolls games as well. Okay. And as we've talked about before, I'm a total stand for Morrowind, right? And um, having played Morrowind and loved it and not having played many first-person games older than Morrowind, this felt like the missing link almost for me. The low-poly uh, models, the low-quality textures, that kind of stuff? Right. It was like the, you know, Ancestor X <laughs> that I had uh -huh. not yet discovered. Got it. Um, so in that way, it was pretty cool. And then when when we're talking about the gameplay, the gameplay, it's it's so cool because it, like this Quake game is like a time capsule of what gameplay was like back then. Mm -hmm. And it's it's awesome. It's like reading a history textbook in video game format. Because I was going through, and there's a couple of things that really struck me right away. Number one, the range for guns is unlimited. Yes. Yes. <laughs> there's no range. Like the shotgun doesn't stop becoming effective at 10 meters. That's not how things go. So, right. that being said, the shotgun can absolutely wreck if you're accurate enough. Yeah. You just keep um, shooting <laughs> until something dies. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the shotgun, of course, comes with a lot of different shells right there at the beginning. The movement feels a little bit weird. It feels like you're on ice almost, which probably feels much more natural in like an arcade setting or on PC. Mm -hmm. But I'm playing on Xbox, of course. So I think that playing this with a modern Xbox controller actually makes it easier because I was on a hard mode. I picked the hard mode. I wanted a challenge for myself. Okay. But it wasn't. Like, it wasn't that bad, right? Mm -hmm. 
Um, so that there was, there was, uh, I, I guess I wanted more of a challenge and, and granted I've only played it for an hour. Let me get to the, you know, more advanced levels and we'll see. So you start, you went into the hard mode, you did a little jump to get into heart select hard mode. You mm-hmm. get into the first room where there's like four paths. There's like left, there's forward, left, forward, right. And then right. If you pick the first level to go into, right. You, the menu opens up, right. You can pick like original first world, second world, third world. Then there's like DLC, DLC, DLC or whatever. Right. And then you go and you went into the first world and then you have like the three rooms that you can go in and you pick the left. I did. Okay. Yep. So I you went into, I you just, went into I'm world one, one of the first, so you went very sequential. Okay. So you went into world one, one yeah. basically. Okay. So I, I know absolutely exactly where you are. Okay. And then you went into that. So how did that feel going through the, like how far into that did you get? Oh, I finished it. Um, okay. so I finished world one, one, uh, and did you get to one, two, did you have one, three? I'm in the middle of one, two right now. Okay. But in one, one, so as you know, I'm a completionist gamer mm-hmm. and in one, one toward the end of it, I picked up the bio suit mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, what does this do? It's gotta be like, and then like it, it expired and it ran out of air. Yeah. So I uh-huh. was like, okay, so this helps me swim. Right? right. So then I reloaded my save, picked it up again, jumped in the, uh, acid pool. I don't know what it is. It's right. some type of dangerous liquid. Right. And then I like, Having played enough Morrowind, I I know what to do now. <laughs> when, <laughs> when you're underneath um, mystery liquid and water and trying <laughs> to find different liquid, okay, yes, gross, <laughs> but okay. Trying to find secret areas. Well, I didn't even know there would be a secret area. Uh oh, I think I might have just lost you. I th- I think his connection died. Chat, am I still here? Yeah, I'm still here, but he's not here. Oh, you're back. You're back. Can you hear me? You're back. <laughs> yes, I can hear you. Okay. Um, I'm back. All right. So you got into the mystery li- liquid and then what happened? Yes. And then I look around and uh, I, I discover like this little pathway off to the left underground river. And then I, I swim through there and then I look up and I see this little square and it looks like I, I should be able to swim up to that and, and do something. Mm-hmm. And I go up to this, this square and, uh, much to my surprise, I'm in a secret area now and Mm -hmm. there's loot and there's like special armor and health and everything. And I'm like, that was pretty cool. And it even tells you, you unlocked a secret area. Yeah. And so, you know, that I've like bitched and moaned about the dopamine sinners, you know, being released in my brain uh, and how some games just don't trigger those. Well, this game from 1996 just did. So I know that it's still possible. And I know that there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. And that <laughs> little, I've never bree- played this game. The little breathe sound that it makes when you, when you do mm-hmm. that and the little kung kung sound when it make, like opens the door. You're like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so the secret areas thing is like, I've always been really big on that because I want to feel like I found something that wasn't necessarily meant to be found you know mm-hmm. i mean it was but it's off the beaten path and uh then i think that i'm just like the like the coolest guy the hottest <laughs> shit around you know and then <laughs> uh-huh. i finish i go in and finish the rest of the level and um i, I realized that i missed five out of six of the secret areas <laughs> yes <laughs> in that one level and right. i was like oh my god those must be really secret <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna have to go back i'm not gonna be able to progress to one two 
Oh like, no, you're going to have to find all the and, secrets before you. So, okay. Yes. Can I give you a recommendation? Yes. To enjoy the, like all the different weapons, all the different enemies and things like that. Go all the way through that first, like all, go all the way through one dash X and then go back and find all the secrets. Like beat, beat one dash all of them and then go back and find all the secrets. Can you do that? I think I can do that. Go do that. Uh, experience, experience like fighting your way. Like, uh, because think of it like this, uh, explore the, the layouts, explore the map layouts, explore the enemies, explore the different weapons, explore finding all of that, explore, um, learning the different kinds of, um, techniques they, they used for map design, all of that stuff first and and the difficulty of getting through those levels and how that difficulty ramps up slowly learn all of that first and then go back once you've once you've gotten through that 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 growth and then go back and try to find all the extra stuff because it's going to take you a while to find all the extra stuff because i think yeah i was i was worried about that i was like i'm i i have like an ocd about completionism almost mm -hmm. and it's like I, I was like i feel like if i don't allow myself to pass through to the next world and complete it until i get all of the secret areas i'm quite likely never going to finish this game yeah yeah you're never gonna you're ne and th th that's the way that they knew most of the players would play through it is that most people were going to beat the beat a level and go oh i missed x amount of secret areas i didn't realize that were they were missing this many secret areas and then they would go through a second playthrough and then they look more carefully because most mm -hmm. people just want to shoot the enemies and get through the level and then they would right. go oh there was another secret area i missed and then they're going to go back and find it um <clears throat> now this game is a so do, do you have more you want to share because there's definitely things that i want to share about this but I don't want to um, step on your toes. You know, there was just a couple of other points that I wanted to bring up. I mean, yeah, it's a nice retro throwback. It's exactly like it was, I imagine. Um, the frame rate in the play is surprisingly smooth. So uh, I'll hold off on how many pizza slices I'm going to give it for now until we get to kind of the end of talking about it. Okay. But um, So from my perspective... It actually, I mean, it's really well done. Quake One is really well done as a as a re-release. Like, it's very solid. It it plays 100% like I remember it playing, except now you can use a mouse and a keyboard, which you originally couldn't. This was a PC release only. Originally, you had to use a keyboard to play. No mouse look. That was modded in later. So imagine using a mouse to move and another mouse buttons to look up or down or left or right and like space bar to jump and another button to shoot <laughs> that would make sense with the um, movement imagine that, that that's because, in the game because mouse look hadn't been invented yet so that mouse look was modded in later um so now the game is designed for mouse look and controller so that has been modded in you know probably 20 years ago um but it plays very much like it used to um, the levels are identical. Like I don't, or if they've changed it at all over the years, it's not substantial enough that it like triggered anything in my mind. Everything worked really well. I went, looked through all the settings. I raised the resolution. I played it on my Xbox and I also played it on my PC. Worked great on both. Everything, everything's great. The, 
the it, it was like a time capsule for me the sound effects i mean i played this game a ton i was a teenager i was in my i don't know junior senior years of high school playing this game um I, I played this game online i loaded mods i played mods on this game online with my laggy internet connection i spent so much time in this game the sound effects the way the sound effects sound like triggered like memories like old memories in my mind i m have these levels memorized i could play through them probably with a blindfold um <clears throat> i still have a hard time playing shooters with a controller than i do a mouse and keyboard but when i first played on the xbox i got th three or four levels in and then put the controller down because i wanted to show my son the games and we were out in the living room and then i came in and loaded up on my computer and on my pc and then played through in here on the PC, I, I wasn't worried about going through and you know opening up all the secrets. I just wanted to kind of burn through the levels and get get a little bit further in, and absolutely could I just like I just blew through stuff. Like, it's just like dancing around the enemies, just like blowing everything up, opening like go open this door, go over here, go open this door, collect this thing, go open the open, you know get the key for this, open this, open like just open, open, open in in I don't know 30, 45 minutes. Like you played for an hour and kind of tooled around in that first level i was like four levels in like each level i was like eight minutes next level eight minutes next level eight minutes i was just boom 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 one's one's in the next one we've the next, got one a battle-hardened veteran over here <laughs> yeah dude, like i'm telling you i spent i spent so much time playing through this game when the new, this is one of the few games that like being a, a poor teenager i spent my own hard-earned money on the expansions and then worked my way through the expansions and this was playing with a keyboard that didn't have mouse look and I would like fight my, I would fight the controls in order to play the expansions, which were hard. These were games were hard and they kicked my butt back then. And now I've got mouse look and I've got like, you know, years of, of experience. And I'm sure, I, you know, I'm sure in my 20s I had way better reaction time than I do now. But still, like, I'm dancing around these things, killing everything. It was, it was great. It was a wonderful experience to be able to jump back in this game. And it's um, so funny that the timing, right? Because we just spoke with Lotus on the last episode mm -hmm. and he said if there was one Bethesda game that he would want on Game Pass, it was Quake. Yeah, yeah. And the graphics are old. You know, everything looks old. The, the textures are low res. But the thing that holds up, there's a few things that hold up. The, the gameplay holds up. Like the targeting a thing, the shooting at it, the different weapons, and that's why I want you to get a little bit further when you try out the different weapons. The the blast radius on that rocket launcher is amazing. You can still target the feet of anything and just blow things up. You know, target the wall next to it, blow it up. It doesn't have to hit the thing, it just has to hit near it, blows it up. Um there the the design, the balance of each of the different weapons, the level design, the the dopamine dopamine triggers of finding the secret thing of getting a collectible of not really a collectible, but getting like a, a power up right at the right time before you run into a, a part of the map where all the stuff closes and all of a sudden a bunch of monsters come out at you, but you've got your four X damage and you blow all their heads off. You know, like these guys, by the time they got to quake, by the time id software got to quake, they had designed Wolfenstein 3d doom, multiple re-releases of doom, doom two, the re-releases of Doom 2 and the expansions, all of that stuff. And here they were designing Quake, and it was the first game that actually was built in a 3D engine that they could design with, like, verticality, you know, three-dimensional objects, all of that stuff. And this was a masterclass from them in 1996 to everyone else in the industry 
of how to build a shooter. This was it. This was the Call of Duty of the time. This was the this was the game that inspired Half-Life. This was the game that inspired like everyone else. This was the base code that Call of Duty used for their multiplayer code for the next I don't know, 12 years or something. This was the base code that you know Half-Life and Half-Life 2 used for most of their stuff. Like <laughs> there I don't know how many like Counter-Strike still uses bits of code from Quake 1. Like this game That's crazy. I know. I can see that. It's this game was so formative. But like the think about the weapons that show up in the game and this is another another reason you got to get through this. They have they have um shotguns and the shotguns do more damage up close but can still hit things at a distance. The double shotgun. They've got um a a railgun, there's a rocket launcher, there's a um the the gun that shoots the uh uh what are they? Uh like a grenade launcher. There's um, a plasma cannon that shoots like like individual shots that do damage, um, like uh, a machine gun that shoots individual shots that shoot real fast. Like basically, the staple artillery of you know any modern shooter use has some combination of those types of guns, unless it's like a modern military shooter and has to stick by modern weapon types. But if it's a fantasy type shooter, like sci-fi type shooter. It has some of those weapons, you know, like the railgun is the sniper. The you know, like each of yeah. there's some sort of yeah, rocket is... cannon. There's some sort of like, like all of the stuff that they do in Quake. Everyone just has been remaking that for thirty years now, almost. Yeah, this is proto Halo. Yes, yes, this is this is Halo before. Like all they did in Halo is they remade Quake, and then they made it multiplayer, and they made it with vehicles, and work better on a console. That's what they did. That's why Halo worked is because Quake happened. Like this is all of that. And it's I don't know. It's play through it. I think you're going to see like the level design. Some of the level design in Quake is actually better than some of the single player level design in Halo 1. And it legitimately yeah, is. That. It just legitimately is. Um so I I mean it clearly gets the the way that they repackaged it also works hundred percent out of the box. It absolutely, absolutely works. So it clearly gets an eight out of eight for me. It is an older game, so it looks like an older game, but it, they did the job to bring it to a system the way it should. It hundred percent works. So that's where I stand with it. You know that I'm pretty hard to impress and I'm often the German judge on this show <laughs> when we're awarding pizza slices, but I am going to give this game an eight out of eight. All right, cool. Well, I can't wait to talk to you next time about some of the other levels, and I'd really like to hear you try to play some of the, like, expansion content. I just downloaded some of the expansion content um, because I think it's free, like I, I noticed it in the add-ons yeah, section. Yeah. Um, well, the, there's, like, that... there's, like, the Quake 64. Don't play that. Oh, that's, okay. Gotcha. That, that's not really, like... That looks, it just looks weird. It was, <laughs> it's basically the same content just designed for the, um, what was it? The Nintendo 64. Mm. Don't, don't play that. Just when it, you go to choose your levels and it gives you like the, the list of just like text levels, go down like to the fourth one, start at like the fourth or fifth one. The sixth one is brand new content. I haven't tried that yet. That's actually new. 
Um, but go oh, to the, nice. there's like the first three are the ones that came with the base game. And then there's the fourth and the fifth one, which have different names like Desolution of Eternity or something like that. I noticed that. Yeah. yeah. Go try those yep. two. Those are the last two that were, those were added on later as like, you had to buy them. Yeah. You had to go to a physical store at the mall and you had to buy a box that was the size of like a cereal box. EB Games. Yeah. 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 No, it wasn't EB, EB Games yet. It was, it was called, it was a place called like uh, Babbage's. Which was named after a uh, like a math <laughs> scientist, yes, yes, yeah. Charles Babbage. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so absolutely great, great, well done. Um, Quake two and Quake three are out. Also, I'm not going to take so long to describe this. Quake two, Quake one is like this gothic world with like guns for some reason, and these like crazy monsters that go and they look like humans that chase after you and shoot at you and stuff. And then there's other kinds of monsters and things too. Um, Quake two is like a sci-fi kind of setting with similar weapons uh that barely ran on my pc back when i played it when it first came out i borrowed it from a friend I had to borrow the discs loaded it into my pc it barely ran at like i don't know 12 frames per second or something i somehow got through it but it was a really rough experience back in the day um but i didn't like it as much as original quick even though it ran poorly i still wouldn't have liked it as much um that I didn't actually load up again. I haven't loaded that up again because recently I did load up a version of that again with RTX settings enabled in order to see what the lighting looked like with ray tracing on my system. And it actually looks really cool. I mean, again, it's old graphics, but with actual ray tracing, you can see like shadows cast on stuff. And like when you shoot a rocket launcher down like a hallway, the, the glow of the rocket launcher goes down the hallway and like lights up the enemies and the and the you know windows and the walls and things as, as it travels and then the explosion kind of like the lighting shows up it's actually really cool the the menus and things all look old and stuff but it works totally fine i'm guessing this is the same exact kind of release as that maybe with or without the rtx i don't know if that's included in this release or not so i don't have any info on that yet because i haven't really looked at it but i did load up quake 3 because that's the one that i was least familiar with the Quake 3 on this one is actually the least updated, <laughs> which is funny because probably Quake 1 needed the most work in order to get it to, to look seamless. Quake 3, like my system was like, what are you doing? And then it loaded up at like 640 by 400 resolution. And it looked like, <laughs> and on a screen the size of mine, like you have to, you have to put yourself in the mindset of what the screens were like pre 2000, you know, like these were like 800 by 600 screens, maybe 20, you know, 1024 by 768 screens, the size of like, I don't know, they were like 12 inch, 16 inch screens, monitors, you know, they weren't big. This thing's like super big and blurry. And it took a while to get like the settings to look okay, but I still couldn't make it full screen. I, like it, widescreen definitely doesn't work. None of the resolutions you would normally choose are are selectable anywhere. You probably have to go in the INI file to edit it or get a mod to make it look right. It all looks super weird and wacky. But once you get through that, you kind of get it working. You deal with the weird resolutions. You can actually open it up. And if you don't know, Quake 3 was designed as an online multiplayer game that you could play locally with bots if you wanted to just fight the bots. So I loaded it up, went online, searched for servers. You get a text server list. This was the old way that you joined servers. It didn't, there was no auto matching. There was no, none of that stuff. Server list with filters. And you could sort by like ping. And guess what? There were local servers running. And I was like, 
this one's a capture the flag because I can tell in the big long string of text that it was like CTF slash four out of 16 and like, oh, there's four people on right now out of 16 total. And like, you can just tell in all the text. And I logged in and then it was like, oh, you need to download the little details of this server that you don't have on your current system. That's going to be 32 megabytes, but you're only going to be able to download from this server at 400 kilobytes per second because that's how the servers were designed back in the day because they had like upload limits because servers back in 1999 when this was released. So it, I had to sit around for like five minutes waiting for, for 32 megabytes to download on my half a gigabyte connection. This is the authentic <laughs> gaming experience. I was given the authentic <laughs> gaming experience that I was going through back when I was in college. This game, I was, this was my, this was my go-to game on a stressful day in college when I would go back to my dorm room. And I even had a, my, one of my good friends would come by my dorm on stressful days and he was like, Hey man, can I just blow stuff up and quake? And I was like, yeah, go for it. I need to sit down on my computer because he didn't, he didn't have a PC of his own to play it on. Um, but yeah, that was my college experience. So Yes, this again is very authentic to the original and it still works. And I ended up on a server where it was me and a bot against two other bots playing capture the flag because there were other people on the server, but they were all spectators. Why? <laughs> I don't know. But you know what? Just watching. You want to know what happened? I kicked those bots butts. I did. That's 10 to like, 3. Take that, bot. Like who's, who's watching? It's like, it makes me think like, I don't know. It makes me think of like, do you remember the old Madden games where it was an option where I don't know if it's still an option, but you can set up a game between two teams and then not play just have the computer yeah, play yeah. against each other. Yeah. yeah you and totally could do that. You yeah. just spectate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because but, it, I was in 10 funny. to three against bots because it's bots. Well, on a capture the flag game, you can't be everywhere all at the same time. So they sometimes they can get to the flag and they can outrun you back to their base because you happen to be in a part of the map that you couldn't get around to. So there are there are instances where you can't stop them. You just can't get to the spot you have to to stop them. And your other bot just isn't something. There's only two of two on a map that's too big to cover the whole thing. That's why they got three points. <laughs> so I'm sorry. No. I can't be everywhere at once. But I still got it. I felt pretty good about it. Well, I that. think Quake 1 has <laughs> multiplayer, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we could play that, um, and maybe I even modded actually... servers. We need to find a rune server. That was my favorite. You pick up, you run around, and it was modded with runes, and every rune gave you a different special power. Those oh, are, those nice. are awesome. Those were. I'm awesome. all about that. Yeah, man. And uh, those who are listening might be interested to know if you have an Xbox One or Xbox Series X, but you don't have or S, uh, but you don't have a PC. You do not have access to Quake Two or Three through Game Pass. That is reserved for PC. Yeah, because so. they don't seem like they're up updated the same way Quake One is. So, right? Who knows? Right. Maybe they'll maybe they'll update them. We'll see. All right, I've done enough yammering. What else did you play? <laughs> well, I played Omno as well, and I know that you played that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So I played Omno, um, and man, this game was just so ridiculously peaceful i know um, right it's super chill i played it and like i was smiling like the whole time i'm like man like i don't think that there's anything wrong in the world right now um right this is I, a I, like chill when you're when your girlfriend's had a rough night rough day or whatever and you just want to like chill out on like a saturday morning you know be like hey honey 
Everything's fine. I'll just, I'll make you some breakfast. Just run around in this happy little world. Collect some stuff. Just chill out. Everything's fine. Follow the light. Just follow the light. <laughs> yeah, you can literally hand this controller to anyone, even if they've never played a video game before, and be like, just follow the light. Yeah, just light, light <laughs> things up. You need to do. Collect the blinky things. Say hi to the cute little critters. Yeah, say hi to the the frogs and the whatever they're called. Oh, uh, one the, of your bunny the things. Different creatures. Yeah, and uh, they they'll give you little bits of light, and then you collect those, and then you use that light to keep going. Yeah. So yeah. in that way, it is kind of a you know symbolic game, right? That you 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 use the light to keep going. Um, but it is the most Zen game I've played in a long time. I think that's the best way to describe it. It's, um, you know, the thing is like it, the gameplay is so simple that you, like, I sat back and laughed because I was like, what am I even doing? You know? And that's, that's okay <laughs> because yeah. you're just exploring the game. There's no pressure from anyone or anything whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> to just explore this world and um yeah that's pretty much it and then, like the soundtrack it really brings it around i think the soundtrack <laughs> is really peaceful love it um i'm gonna give this game eight out of eight pizza slices if you want to chill and just relax decompress after uh, something maybe a long day at work yeah like you like you said tom definitely turn this on and just relax zone out yeah super chill i, I agree with that and then you've also been playing something else. Yeah, some of the Master Chief collections. So I downloaded this originally to play with a couple of people in the Game Pass gang. And I also downloaded it because I figured, you know, this is probably going to be the dime bag that holds over Halo addicts <laughs> until <laughs> Infinite releases. Um, so the Master Chief collection, for those who don't know, uh, contains basically the entire uh halo anthology in it um i don't think that it contains halo 5 however uh, yeah i don't think so no but um you know because <laughs> it's it's much like mass effect andromeda halo 5 um we don't we don't talk about it <laughs> so this, halo 5 in, in my stepchild. opinion it is the redheaded stepchild oh no uh yeah and i think that that goes for a lot of a lot of different Halo fans. I see here uh, Hool the Fool saying, nope, no Halo 5, only 1 to 4 ODST and Reach. Yeah, uh, yeah. I could not agree with that more. And um, so, yeah, the multiplayer is nicely seamless, I think, and that's pretty much the main reason why most people would buy Master Chief Collection, unless you're super into Halo lore, and then maybe you're going to be focusing on the story a lot. Uh, but for most people, I think it's the multiplayer, because at the time... It was updating Mass, or um, I almost said Mass Effect. <laughs> it was updating Halo 1, 2, 3, 4, you know, all of those multiplayers. It was updating them to the current generation and providing a seamless multiplayer experience where people could select from the same menus which game you wanted to play, which playlists, and, you know, with, with which kind of people. Um, so that's a really nice feature about it. And for me, it was like, quake was for you because i remember how totally boss it was staying up all night playing halo with my buddies you know we'd create these massive elaborate levels in forge 
in the forge mode in Halo 3. Mm-hmm. I think that's when it was introduced. Um, we'd create these massive elaborate, you know, battlefields like that. Uh, and sometimes it wasn't even to, to, to have a custom game with a ton of people. It was just for me and one other person, you know, just for us to mess around and, 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 you know, have fun. Sure. Um, and so the master chief collection in that respect awakens the same level of nostalgia. Uh, if you, if you, you know, have those memories of staying up all night playing halo with your buddies and, uh, you want to relive that and you all have game pass, just download the Master Chief Collection, I think. That's probably the best way to go. Um, I'm going to give this an 8 out of 8 pizza slices, especially for being on Game Pass, um, because I'm not that hardcore of a Halo fan. Uh, and, I, <laughs> and I don't have enough uh, expertise in Halo to point out too much that's wrong with it, if that makes sense. Yeah, and it's I know it's some enough of the to feed the need, do. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. enough to feed the need. And I know that some of the hardcore Halo fans are going to listen to this and go, Ree! how could you ever, <laughs> how can you ever yeah. recommend Master Chief Collection? Yeah. But you there's know. always going to be those guys out there for everything yeah. ever. So you're, you're never going to make everybody happy. No. But if you but, just want to hop in some games and have some fun with some friends, it's going to do the job. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, Halo is one of those games where for me and my friends, it, we always had fun playing it online. I never got mad. Like, you know, I yeah. never got like, yeah. I don't know many people who rage at Halo online. You know, um, if you do, take a chill pill. Right. <laughs> go, right. Go back to Call of Duty, maybe. Right, right. Yeah, I hear you. All right. Well, here, here's the thing. We're going to move on to the middle of the show, and then we're going to talk about some of the stuff that's leaving, some of the stuff that's coming. And then right after that, we will be opening it up, the show, for your calls. So here's the link. I'm sharing it right now in the Twitch and YouTube chats. So if you click that right now, you will go into the waiting room. And then when we get to that part of the show, I will let you in. So go ahead and get into that waiting list. If you would like to join us and talk about something that you've played recently and some of your thoughts on that. And um, so feel free to come join us in the waiting room. All right, let's move on to the middle of the show. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are you into the cyberpunk tabletop games or excited for cyberpunk 2077? Are you looking to brush up on the lore, stay up on all the latest news, and talk about the game when it comes out? Check out the Cyberpunk Lorecast, a show from Robots Radio with me, your host, Robots. We'll go over all the details you need to know about the world, characters, and story of Cyberpunk. 
Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. All right, here we are in the middle of the show, and this is the part where we get to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here with us every week. Thank you for joining us on the live show during the live streams at twitch.tv slash robotsradio or on the Robots Radio YouTube. And thank you for taking the time to leave us ratings and reviews or even just sharing the show with your friends. That is always appreciated and very, very helpful. And anything you want to share with our with our friends, anything you want to say this week? I I always do all the talking, so I, I'm trying to open this up a little bit more to uh, <laughs> to my co-hosts. Well, you know, I'm I'm pretty excited um, to pioneer this new format for the show, and it comes with uh, Tom's expertise and his recommendations for how how can we liven up the show and kind of uh, speed up the pace a little bit. And I think that uh, you were absolutely right, Tom, that the reviews should go first because that's really what most people care about hearing, you know, are these games worth it? And um, yeah, I just appreciate, uh, I appreciate that expertise. I appreciate everyone who listens in and offers their opinions on which games uh, they like on game pass and perhaps which games should be on game pass that aren't. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, also, we we do have a new review to call out this week. One from Jude Doodles in the United States who wrote, Noise! Five stars. I love the word noise. Um, it always makes me think of the Beastie Boys. I love the Beastie Boys. I don't know if you can tell by the intro music. I love the Beastie Boys. Um, noise! Is just one of the things that you just want to shout every so often. Uh, Jude Doodles writes, Very noise podcast to keep you updated on the freshest of sweet gameage coming to Xbox Game Pass. Also, the hosts are very handsome. Thank you, Jude Doodles. Noise. Noise. I don't think I've ever gotten a review that has called me out as handsome before, but I very much appreciate that. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go brag about that to my wife. So, uh, noise. All right, (laughs) let's move on with the rest of the show. got to do that little sound at the end. All right, let's let's blow through these leaving soon and recently added and all that stuff real quick so we can get yes. to our call-ins. What do we have heading out this week? So we got Blair Witch. That's leaving on console, cloud, and PC. Never played it, but it's a story-driven psychological horror mystery game, much like the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have Double Kick Heroes, console, cloud, and PC as well. Um I do want to read some of the marketing language because I couldn't believe that it was actually this trite. Um, <laughs> but it says only the power of metal can save your band as you drive your gundalac down the highway to hell. Okay. Okay. And you are a journalist, <laughs> so you have some a uh, little bit of experience with writing, I'm sure. And that I'm that kind of mm, that's some good writing. You think it's it's primo um primo yeah if they wanted to outsource their marketing copy to me i could probably do it for less money than (laughs) than their in-house team yeah uh but (laughs) there's also stranger things three the game and while we're on the topic of marketing this game in my opinion was nothing more than a marketing ploy to generate you know interest and revenue in the show yeah i got Um, the feeling about that too yeah, so I never played it, but it's leaving console cloud. We also have 
NBA 2K21 leaving for console and cloud. Basketball forns. Basketball forns are probably going to be mourning about this one. Uh, The only other one on EA Play is is NBA Live 2019. So I found that to be a little weird um, that they don't have a more recent NBA game. Uh, But that's what it is. Madden 19 is gone, by the way. That was quick. Uh, I expected that it would be gone by August 30th. Um, it was gone a little bit quicker than that, by like a week, I think. Yep. And then we have um, recently added games, and this one starts off with Humankind, which is a very civilization-like game, and this is just for PC. This came out recently. And Sam, I know you're jealous, because uh, you don't quite have that new PC yet. Uh, no, guess who got yet, to try this out Civ. a little bit, but didn't decide to not talk about it yet because I didn't get to try it out enough to have a formulated opinion. Does his name rhyme with Rom? This guy right here. Yeah. And yeah, retro gaming reference there. Boy, was I surprised. This is, this is, this is not civilization, but it's very civilization ish in a very different way that I was very surprised about. And I had a funny grin on my face. Um, but it's, it's going to take relearning is it's, you can't start it up and be like, Oh, I know it looks like civilization, but it is not civilization. It is different. So you gotta be right. You gotta be in the mindset to like turn those gears around and really read some text. And I just wasn't quite there yet, but I was close. So I'm going to wait till I'm in the right mindset and really focus. But I liked what I saw. So I'm going to leave it there. Um, also, Quake 1, 2, and 3. We talked about those already. Psychonauts 2. So if you're a Psychonauts fan, go get on that console and PC. 12 Minutes, which a lot of people are saying is really cool. Uh, cool storytelling. It's an interactive thriller with a guy stuck in a time loop. That's guess how long? 12 minutes. Um, it's, it's kind of a look down view of a room. And there's voice voice acting by uh, um, James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and Willem Dafoe. And then uh, Recompile, which is a 3D Metroidvania-inspired uh, hacking adventure set in the mainframe. This one's got like a bunch of bright, shiny colors and like sparkly bits. That's the sounds of the sparkly bits. <laughs> that, that, that checks out, given the art style. Mm-hmm. So what do we have coming soon? Well, we have one that I was very intrigued by. It's called Mist, and this is an old game. Yeah, it's man. A, this is a new version of an old game. It's coming Thursday, which is August 26th, if you're listening to this after the fact. Uh, it's coming console and PC. So this is a new version of a game that's been remade a few times, and I believe the first version was created in 1991, and it was also the same name. It was called Mist. Yep. And it looks like this game largely retains its core as a puzzle, text-based, discover the story is a trail of crumbs type of choose-your-own-adventure game. You want to know why this game was so cool back in the day? Back in 1991? Is it, is it something very gimmicky? Kind of. Um, all right. So back in 19, 1991 monitors had been released that could do 256 colors and mist was released on cd which means that it could hold jpegs 
that could do images with 256 colors or more. And so this game actually had like full color images of like places you could go and click on things to explore what was in those locations. So it was really pretty compared to what computer games looked like before this. Yeah, and you can tell. You That's can tell what even Mist with the was. new graphics. Yeah. <laughs> it was all about just like, oh, that place actually looks like a real place. That's a forest. That's a mountain. <laughs> like, it was like, I can actually see what this is now. That's what original Mist was. It was a bunch of pictures that you could click on. And people thought it was amazing. I will definitely download this <laughs> when it comes <laughs> out in just a couple of days because it kind of looks amazing to me and, and may, maybe the same vein as quake was for me. So, yeah. so I, I think I, I'll like it. Uh, the new one I'm sure is way different than like the original 1991 oh, yeah. one was, and it may, I might be wrong. It might, might've been that we had 256 color monitors and this was like the first time we had like a million color monitors. And this is the first time we actually had like actual, you know, 640 by 400 images at a million colors or something that could actually look like a real photo. Um, but yeah, it was, it was like, holy moly, this looks like a real image. And then you could have like, like, oh, okay, maybe it's a picture of a room, but there's like, you click on the drawer and the drawer goes and animates open. And it's like, whoop, you found a picture inside the drawer. And it was like the first game that could do that. And it made you feel like, oh, I might be in a real place. That's, that's probably one of the first steps that gaming took away from the Dungeons and Dragons model of using your imagination. Yep right yeah into the realm of here's your scene handed to you on a silver platter yeah absolutely so we also have a few other games coming soonish you want to go over those we do we do uh we have uh origami which we mentioned last week that's coming september 16th to console we have limnus gate that's coming september 28th to console and pc and of course we have back for blood coming october 11th to console and pc i still think this is going to be good they, were, they got some some people were skeptical with the beta betas betas are never perfect i still feel like this is this is going to be enjoyable I think I'm going to play the heck out of this one. So, all right, let's open up the call line. We've got one person in right now. If you'd like to join us, I'm going to share the link again. Um, but for right now, we're going to we're going to let who the fool in. Come on in, who the fool. You're welcome to join us. Um, don't turn on your video. Let me uh, hide non-participants so it doesn't mess up the screen too much. Who the fool? Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? All right. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Xbox Game Pass show. How's it going, buddy? Yeah, it's going good. How are you guys? Good. Hey, you are our first call-in person, member. No, not member. I, Sam's individual. been bugging me for the past little bit anyways to come be the first one, so I thought I would be yeah. <laughs> You're the first one. You get the honors of being the first one. What do you want to talk about? What game are we talking about today? Uh, so I'll go with the one that I just completed on my stream. I'll go with Crackdown 3. Crackdown three. Oh man, that one. That one is. I'm sure <laughs> that, that one was highly uh, mm, panned. Is that the right phrase? It, it was. I remember when it first came out. I was a huge fan of Crackdown two. When back yeah. on the 360, I remember playing that all the time when I was in high school and all that stuff. So then when I saw Crackdown three, I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then I remember I played it for probably like five hours when it first came out. And I'm like, this. Uh, 
this is not good. <laughs> this now is, you'll have uh, to forgive me because I'm a total neophyte about this. I don't know really anything about Crackdown. So if you were going to tell me within, you know, like just a few words what Crackdown's about, what would you say? Superheroes mixed with Saints Row. So gotcha. you can, I, you pretty much guns, explosive driving. You can jump super high. You can fly later on in the game, pretty much. So pretty much you're a superhero, but you're a cop pretty much. Right. So the, the crackdown series gained its, uh, fan base back when, uh, Xbox and PlayStation were, uh, first experimenting with open world games. And, the idea of running around a city with the ability to jump on top of buildings and find collectibles and do open world missions was so novel and new that the missions didn't even have to be good. You just had to have the freedom to go do stuff. And people were like, Oh, this is amazing. This is so much fun. Yeah. There's like no story to like crack down one or crack down two is kind of like, right. Just go have fun. Right. And that's all you needed to do. And those games were awesome. And, and because, because they hadn't been done to death yet. Right. Yeah. And then they were like, yeah, we're going to do crack crackdown three. And then years passed. And then people were like, well, you can't just keep putting out the same game because nobody's going to like it anymore. Cause we've already done all of that. And that's pretty much what crackdown three was. It was like the exact same game of crackdown two with a little bit more of story and Terry Crews so and Terry kind of Crews. Like, right. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, it's good. It's crackdown, but it's, it's not good in today's game landscape. Like it's just yeah. it's same old as Crackdown Two. It need it needed something to rejuvenate it. Right, and, it and Terry Crews is awesome. Like he's a, he's a super cool guy. He's a lot of fun. In oh, uh, in awesome shows. guy, an awesome voice actor. Absolutely, but he had such a small role really? in Crackdown Three. Okay, because that was going to be my question: was like, does he redeem it at all? He's the opening is really good with him. That's like the whole opening's with him, and then every all the agents get killed by a bomb that goes off and then he's never really there again you don't ever hear him talk you kind of like hear him like in the sky on these like billboard towers and he's over talking he's doing like one-liners oh see i got the impression that he voiced your character you so there's like i think it's like 15 different characters you can choose from Oh, you wow. can be like and they all have different things so like this person has better driving and better gun experience so they'll get more of that where compared to this person will have better explosives and better melee so it's just kind of like ch- choosing so you never your guy oh. never really talks like your person never like doesn't have a voice or anything it's kind of a face and what they get better experience in certain things with stuff i got you so okay I so a, i have a question go ahead sam yeah uh, real quick so you mentioned that you know uh, tom tom said that this game was panned pretty widely and then you kind of explained why that the game basically did not evolve from previous iterations Mm -hmm. so and if it doesn't hold up well in this game landscape anymore then pretty simple question what are you doing playing it i uh really i I, since i got my new computer i was just looking for stuff to play and stuff to stream so i'm like you know what let's give crackdown 3 another shot i'll play (laughs) on the computer and even though i was like not really engaged it to where I'm like, Oh yeah, this story's awesome. I'm like, you know what? This was kind of just a great game to pick up and just shoot and go have fun. It's like with Tom with quake, it was just mindless fun and just, just have fun with it. Go jump around to buildings, go kill people, go drive and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It was just a mindless fun game that I found. Yeah. So one of the other things that was 
promised early on with Crackdown 3 was destructibility. That was one of the big things they talked about was like, oh, this is going to be bigger than the other ones. You'll be able to destroy all sorts of stuff because of the whole, remember the whole, like, we're going to compute physics in the cloud and all oh, of that the Microsoft talk. Azura servers and right, all that like stuff, all that early talk. That. Then, then they backpedaled and never talked about that ever again. Um, yep. It was it was okay. So destructibility is that a thing? So in the campaign, no, there's no destructibility. There's <laughs> okay. no buildings you can collapse and all that stuff. In the multiplayer, there is. There's a multiplayer mode you can go into that. It's like you and two other. I think it's you and someone else versus two other people, and you see who can destroy the city more. Oh, so, so basically you're Godzilla. Because they didn't want li- to limit the game <laughs> off, I guess, to people who didn't have internet. Uh-huh. They're like, we'll make the campaign towards the static map where you can't change anything. And then the multiplayer where, because it's multiplayer, you already have to be online. That's when you'll go onto that destructibility huh. servers and all that stuff. Is that part fun? Is it like add to it? I never got to play it. Okay. I, I'm like, I don't really feel like playing that mode. I'm like, that's not really for me. If I wanted a game like that, I'll go play like Red Faction or something. Yeah, because I, I loved the Red Faction games. But again, another series that kind of, it was a time and place. If yep. they were to do Red Faction, uh, the one that was on Mars with all the destructibility. The Red Faction Gorilla. Gorilla. If they were to do that again today, I don't know that I would enjoy it the same way. Yeah, I don't think it would, like it wouldn't matter like hit the same way as you would like before you there was never games like that where you're like oh i'm having so much fun like i look at this i can destroy this bridge yeah now it's like yeah this is kind of a lot of games are like this there's nothing really like making it special anymore right we've done this already it was novel when it happened i already played 40 50 60 100 hours or whatever i put into that i kind of did it already i'm ready for it was like like the open world ubisoft games the first account assassin's creeds were awesome in the far cry and then now it's like they're all the exact same right. thing. We've done, so we've done this so many times. Yeah. 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 Uh, like, uh, yeah, it's, it's the difference between something being done to the point where it becomes a gimmick and something that really does have like lasting value. Like mm-hmm. a good story is never going to get old. Good, repetitive gameplay, like uh, a really good combat system is always going to be fun. A yep. really good matchmaking service is always going to be good. Um, yeah, there, there are certain things that you just you you can always rely on but there are other things that just kind of age you you know like looking back probably in like a couple years from now we'll be looking back going man why did every game have a battle royale mode why was that the big thing oh yeah i'm asking that question now uh yeah Uh, Halo's having a battle royale supposedly don't get me wrong i really loved some of the uh early parts of of warzone i think that it's destroyed now but i liked the early parts of warzone i liked blackout um but these trends in gaming yeah this one was one that got old for me very quick especially with the uh battle royale modes where you can build like fortnite um so yeah i i get you i get you there um so you played the heck out of of uh, crackdown three yeah it took what? me two days from start to finish on stream i did the whole thing Wow. What's next on on the Game Pass palette for you? Uh, right now, I'm actually going to do Psychonauts 2. I never played Psychonauts 1, but I have a control download on the computer, and starting tomorrow on my stream, I'm going to play from start to finish on it and give my first uh, first reactions to it and all that. Cool, man. Well, good yeah. luck. We'll, we'll look forward to hearing more about that on a future episode. I'm sure you'll come back. Let us know. Yeah, I'll probably be here next Sunday to give you the same thing. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so what is your what is your final rating for Crackdown? I would give it five out of eight pizza slices. Five out of eight. Okay. 
it's good just to pick up when you're just looking for mindless fun, but it doesn't retain you in a way that you're going to think about it going, man, I really want to replay that game for the story and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like as fair. soon as I beat it, I uninstalled it and I'm just like, eh, don't really want to play it again anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds fair. All right. Hey, why don't you uh, shout out your stream while you're here? Uh, so you guys can see me at uh, twitch.com slash no twitch.tv slash hool the fool. So H O U L E the fool. Uh, my Twitter is the same thing. I think so is my Instagram and all that. Any uh, Anytime I'm posting something, you can find me on that. Awesome. Well, well thanks for joining us, and uh, I, we'll see you next week if you come back. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having cool. me, guys. All right. See ya. Bye. All right. Well, that was our call-in for the week. If you'd like to join us next week, then just come hang out with us for the live show, twitch.tv slash robotsradio, or join us on our uh, YouTube stream, which happens simultaneously with our Twitch stream. You just search Robots Radio YouTube and that'll come right up. And um, Sam, I think that does it for today. You got anything else you want to share? Indeed it does. Um, I'm sorry that we had to postpone this episode, (laughs) but work has been crazy for me uh, lately. And so um, very looking forward to the next episode where we're going to review some more games and hopefully we can play some quake together online or some master chief. Uh, I don't know how much of a halo fan you are, but master chief collection has some nice multiplayer uh, offerings for that. And I know that we have some viewers who've been wanting to play with me and I know that, uh, you know, we could all join in combat bed gaming being one of them. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to playing more games with the community and, until then, you know, uh, you can catch me on my own Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash in seven, the legend and, uh, on Twitter, same handle in seven, the legend. Awesome. Yeah. And anytime you guys are setting up any, any gameplay stuff on the, uh, Xbox game pass, uh, Xbox, what am I saying? Game pass gang <laughs> channel on the discord. Feel free to just say, Hey, I'm getting in or me and so-and-so are going to be playing games. If anyone else wants to jump in, you don't, you don't have to wait for me or N seven to set stuff up. It doesn't have to be official. Feel free to just say, Hey, this is what we're doing, or this is what I'm doing. I'm going to be in here. Come join me. And if we're free, we'll jump in with you. You know, it, who knows? Um, N7 and I get busy with the things that we're doing. We all have different schedules. We all have different time zones. So feel free to just say, say, you know, this is what I'm playing. Come join me if you can. Or this is what I'm streaming right now. You're welcome to come join me live on the stream. You know, share your stuff. Do whatever you guys want with that stuff. Because um, the more you do it, the more likely you're going to catch one of us when we've got some time. And we're just like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm free right now. Let's, I'll just jump in. So feel, feel free to do that. Um, you're welcome to catch me on twitter as well at robots underscore radio and robotsradio.net for all the different podcasts and things i do i of course have all the different lore casts so if you're into everything from mass effect which sam and i do to fallout or elder scrolls or cyberpunk or the witcher any of those other uh lore cast shows and you want to dig into any of that stuff then check out those shows or anything else on the robots radio network we have lots of different shows lots of shows that show up in the top 200 video game podcasts regularly so a whole bunch of awesome stuff um and we'd love to have you on the discord so come hang out with us but that's what we got going on we'll see you guys next week and thanks for being here all right everybody see you later Hey there. 
My name is Jameson, or Big Cat. And I am Brenna, or Mother Goose. And together, we are the hosts of The DL, Weekly Gaming News. Each week, we bring you the top stories from last week, as well as something you might have missed. Our goal is to start a conversation about what's going on in the world of gaming. And every week, we have a special guest join us in the chat room, where we discuss a different gaming-related topic and learn more about our guests in the 60-second download. And if that isn't enough, we also have Slim Jims. So come and hang out with us every week and join in on the conversation. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Hey, I'm Tom. And I'm Stuart. And we're from the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. We talk about all things connected to D&D lore. And we're on the Robots Radio Network. So if you're into Dungeons & Dragons or you're into lore, then come check us out. You can find us on any podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. Roll more dice. That's the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast.